What's going on, guys? AJ here back again with another episode of the E1B2 Collective Podcast. Uh, I'm just going to jump right into it. Going to be talking about uh, performance reviews today. Going to also be talking about ways that we can support uh, support our employees a little bit more contextually. And uh, just figured I'd revisit some of that today. Um, so the first thing I want to kind of unpack is uh, some of the data that you, that you should be collecting um, when you're heading into a, a performance reviewing conversation now. A lot of this data is going to be around. It's going to be around context, right? You know what I what I don't appreciate, even if you're doing a lot of pulse reviews throughout the year. What I don't appreciate is when, you know, a manager comes to a review with with without the context and without properly over the course of the previous weeks preparing and collecting a lot of this context. So I'm just going to give you guys tangible aspects of the context that I think every single manager needs to have prepared so that when they come to the actual review, they have these notes, they've actually read through these notes. So it's a much uh, it's a much more curated experience that is backed with competence, backed with authenticity, backed with data and backed with uh, a, a tangible perspective that the uh, employee the employee can benefit from so a couple of different categories number one engagement survey responses uh this is a, in super this is super uh, impactful like we need to know uh where the employee stands when it comes to engagement right we need to know what their perspectives are about how we're engaging them we need to know where we could show up better where we could uh what, what we're doing well and we need to know some of the reasons of why and so if you guys have listened to this podcast you know i'm not a big survey uh fan when it comes to just the analytical data i like to get a little bit more contextual so hopefully with some of those surveys not only is it a checking of the box if you will but there's a little bit of uh, opportunities for that employee to explain a bit of context and hopefully you have that um notes from one-on-one meetings those are so impactful as well uh, examples of recognition across the year. Those are so impactful as well. Employee feedback, conversation, reviews, and data. So from the employee's perspective, I want to see uh, what feedback across the, the year had they given to, to managers, have they given to those that they are directly reporting to. And hopefully you guys are already tracking that. If you listen to this podcast, you know I am asking and pleading, frankly, for you to track that. It's something that I believe in a lot. It's something that I think every single um, every single management team and, and, and manager and an organization needs to do. This not only needs to be a one-way street where the manager or the executives or the brand are telling uh, employees uh, what they feel and providing feedback to them, it's always incredibly valuable. Uh, and it really is connected to my E1 uh, methodology, right? My employees first method- methodology, whereas I work for the employee. I work for you. I need to figure out what I can do better to make you comfortable, to make you feel safe, to make you feel like you can share anything you want from me. And I need to go out of my way to get a little bit uncomfortable, to change, to shift and to mold based off of that feedback. And in order to do that, you have to create the operations, the realities, the moments, the the infrastructure for that feedback to happen consistently. So hopefully you guys have that data employee feedback conversations reviews and data that they have given to their direct managers you need to have that data um request of support from employees so numbers of times they've requested support the context of when they needed that support uh the feedback that they needed the tangible support that they were looking for and then tracking again 
what did we do as an organization when they looked at when they needed that support did they get the support how fast did we get to that employees kind of side and and to, to their back to really help them out did uh, were there any moments where we did not have an opportunity to give them that support what were the reasons behind that hopefully you guys had that data hopefully you guys have that context because that's going to that's going to give you a lot of information around some of the engagement issues you may or may not see that information right there is going to give you a little bit of a story around why they may be uh super impactful right now from a from a productivity perspective or not that may tell you a story of why they are knocking it out of the park as an individual contributor or not so that's that's a really important and a really tricky one that uh a lot of companies are, are probably not tracking and i really would ask you guys to track that um recent feedback from poll surveys talent review ratings uh performance uh, uh previous performance conversations so that's another one as well uh what areas were you talking to the employee across the year around ways that they could perform what was the context what was the communication style was it through email was it through a phone call was it through a meeting that context is incredibly important hiring documents um so this one is actually important as well. So not only hiring documents from just a macro, like legitimate level, but like in the beginning phases, and, and I talk about this a lot in the onboarding phase, you should have documentation around the next three roles that that employee hopefully wants to go within your organization. So that should be coming in that in the beginning of the hiring process. So if I'm hiring, if I'm hiring Sally to do some copywriting for me within the E1B2 Collective, but I know that she wants to go from writing copy to handling marketing strategy to uh, to to creating an email newsletter to hopefully one day being the marketing director of all of the brands within the E1B2 Collective. I need to have that in my hiring documents because I need to be able to put together a very comprehensive and clear uh, career map and track and IDP development plan for her. Um, and if I don't have that, that's a problem. And that's a whole nother podcast episode that I've given to you guys in the past. But that information is important because that's going to tell you a lot as well when it comes to some of the performance or engagement or feedback or any of those other pieces of data that you have. So you got to have that uh, strengths and work style test. So that's important as well, because what might be happening if there is an issue with their performance, they they may not be working on enough of, let's call it an 80% of their tasks that are aligned to their strengths or stretch or stretch capabilities, right? Because what I want to explain to everyone is this. I don't need every single employee to be in a spot where they are, uh, where they are doing everything to 100%. So what, I, what do I mean by that, right? Like, I don't need the role to be super easy for them. I don't mind things being a little bit stretched, right? I, I think I get a bad rap out here where I tell people I want employees to be completely safe and comfortable and productive, aka I want them to be in a really easy spot. That's not the case at all. I want every single employee to be in an area, to be in a zone, to be in an infrastructure where they are completely in an area where they are working on things that are 80% their strengths slash stretch goals or stretch capabilities. Um, so that does not, what does that mean? Again, let me get tangible. What that means in, in layman's terms is if they are, again, a uh, if they are a, a, a copywriter, 
I want them to be able to maybe maybe stretching would be how they put together an email newsletter because there's some graphic design, there's some strategizing, some organizing that that is involved with that. But at the least, I know that the base, the core of the email newsletter, they have a capability to execute, which is the copy, right? So that's an example of something they're incredibly great at and stretched a bit. So their strengths and their work style, work style, guys, you guys know I'm huge on this as well work style may not be conducive to what the original plan was because within the hiring documents there should be a clear understanding of what their work execution style is and if for whatever reason and we're not pointing fingers here we're just looking at the data for whatever reason across along the way of this year their work style no work execution formats were starting to get adjusted and they've brought up that it was getting adjusted they've requested for it to go back to the original plan that was put together when you first hired them and now they are not in that work style or work execution format again that is a problem and that needs to be addressed and that needs to be unpacked and that needs to be respected um and that also could do have a lot to do with a potential lack of performance or a lack of productivity, whatever the case is. And so for me, these are just some things that I think every single person that as a manager or a founder or a leader, these are the the the, the specs, the the details of the data that you should be collecting along the way as you prepare for that kind of that big grandiose performance management or performance review conversation with your employees. You should have all of this data all of this context, all this information. So I can go through them again one last time so that you have that information, uh, input and 360 uh, degree feedback from all managers and colleagues, strength, strengths and work style test, hiring documents, performance, uh, previous performance conversations, talent review ratings, uh, recent feedback and pulse surveys, requests from employees around the numbers of times they looked for, they needed feedback or they needed support or they needed uh, uh, implementations from their manager to help them get on the right track uh, and seeing how much the organization really did or did not help them. Um, employee feedback conversations, reviews and data, uh, examples of recognition, notes from one-on-one meetings, and finally engagement survey responses from the employee. Do they feel like, uh, you know, are, you know, frankly, is the employee highly engaged at the moment and, and some of the context there along that? So these are just some some things that I know for a fact will be incredibly helpful. I wanted to get super tangible today. So uh, hopefully I did that. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode and uh, we'll talk again soon, guys. Thanks a lot.